What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode. Blah, blah, blah. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another mini episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Today, I was on a run this morning and I started thinking about podcast topics that I felt like I wanted to do or felt like I wanted to bring to you guys. And it was almost like a, it hit me like a freight train. And it was this idea of restarting. Now, restarting can mean a whole buttload of different things, so let me tell you exactly what I'm talking about. I'm specifically talking about restarting a habit, restarting a lifestyle, restarting something that previously you've done before. Something like I was in college and I ran track and I was so good at it. I went to all the practices. I was in the best shape of my life. And now the idea of running a mile stresses me out and I want to start running again. That kind of restarting, where it used to be a habit, it used to be something that was so unconscious, so easy, waking up at six in the morning felt like the easiest thing in the world, or hell, if you were on rowing or some shit like that, like waking up at 4.30 to go swim in water and hate your life, that's, that's what I imagine rowing to be like. Um, but if you are, if you used to have that type of lifestyle and it used to be so easy for you, or maybe it used to be, just something you'd always adhere to. But now the idea of doing that or the idea of waking up at 4.30 is like impossible in your brain. I want to talk about that because especially this time of year, as we're getting into the warmer months, we're getting into spring and summer, it can be really easy to say, okay, I want to start exercising regularly. I want to start waking up a little earlier because the sun's out fucking finally. I want to start eating healthier again. I want to start... Uh, reading or learning or etc whatever that looks like for you I want to talk to you for a second because as perfectionists it can be so easy to expect that habit to just fall back into place to expect it to be so easy because it once was and when it's not that easy because I'm gonna spoiler alert it'll never be as easy if you haven't been doing it in a while we've fallen out of habit that's okay that's how the human brain works it's not easy but when it's not easy we can feel really discouraged and we can feel like well I'm not good at this or oh well I used to be so good maybe I've changed maybe this is impossible for me why is this so difficult? We're asking these questions or thinking about things that are low energy prompts. You have, we've talked about on the podcast a lot how, <clears throat> we've talked about on the podcast quite a bit about how questions lead to focus. No matter what, your brain is programmed to answer whatever questions you throw your way. And most of us, especially when we're doing things that are a little bit different and seem to be really challenging and we're expecting this huge high expectation of ourselves and we're getting really not that expectation in reality, it can be really easy to ask low energy prompting questions, aka, why is this so challenging? Why am I not learning this quicker? Why is this so hard for me? Why am I such a failure? And all these can be in many different formats, but they will all lead to your brain saying, well, let me answer that question for you. Because our brains are grade A, top of the line, A plus students who are like Hermione Granger always need to answer the question no matter what the question is, whether it's rhetoric or not. Our brain will answer the question. So when we are in these moments and we're demanding this high 
freaking standard of ourselves, it can be really easy to obviously get down on ourselves. We just talked about it. But then there's a part two, which is it can be super easy to quit. It's hard. It's not easy. Um, I used to be that way. I'm not that way anymore. Well, clearly this is just not for me. And it can be really easy to step back and say, nope, I'm done. It's not worth it. I'm going to give an example. I was, I, I, I'm going to give an example. Just recently on the podcast, we talked about a running analogy that I had for goal setting because I did my very first run back of the season and I was actually talking with my fiance about this. We were saying like, this would not be a problem in normal times. The idea of not being able to run for so long, or blah, 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 blah. This would not be a problem in normal times because in the winter months, we would have gone to the gym, we would have run on the treadmills, so on and so forth. But we're in a very different time right now and we're in a pandemic and we haven't been able to go on runs. It's been negative 20 outside and it's finally starting to warm up in Chicago and we haven't been able to go to the gym because we made the very conscious decision that a gym is not the place where we wanted to be. So when we were going on our very first run back of the season, I was expecting myself to just fall right back into the habit of running. I was expecting my muscle memory to just totally get the memo and, you know, start the run going at my normal pace is where I like ended my normal pace at, AKA what I trained over a year to get to that normal pace. I expected that right off the bat. And I got this huge stitch in my side. I got this huge like pain in my heart. And for the rest of the day, it felt like almost like an elephant was sitting on my chest. So instead I started to take it really slow. You can do the beginning of running in many different ways. I personally love listening to the Nike Run app. I have an entire episode talking about the very first run that um, they recommend for people and how it's the perfect metaphor for life. If you have not listened to that episode, go listen to it. It's a few weeks back. But I started listening to that, that run, that guided run. I Personally, I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. I love guided runs. I love guided meditations, guided things, because quite frankly, I can't do it on my own. I need someone to be in my ears telling me, hey, at the beginning, here's what you should focus on. Are you thinking about this? Are you going slow enough? Are your feet hitting the pavement where they're supposed to be hitting and you're not running on your heels? You're running on your toes instead, like a little happy penguin. I need someone in my ears telling me these things because I haven't unconsciously developed those, that muscle. I haven't unconsciously developed that thought process that, oh, when I am running, I should be running on my heel or on my toes like a little happy penguin. I should also probably be running really slow at the beginning because that's how life works. But so I love having these guided runs. And so I started listening to them and it was one of the best runs of my life. It was maybe a mile and some change and we ran for probably 20 minutes and for you guys who maybe aren't runners like that's probably like a 13 14 minute mile that's really fucking slow but it's what worked for me and at the end I was like oh my god I could have done that for forever I loved this that felt so good and seen now I did that for a few weeks and then a few days ago I was like, I don't need a guided run. I'm just going to listen to some music. I'm going to have some fun. And you probably know exactly where this is going. I expected unconsciously at first, 
I unconsciously expected that same high level of running, that same high level of muscle that I had over a year ago. And so I started running, I started running, I started running. And again, that same thing happened, that stitch, that elephant was sitting on my chest for the rest of the day. And I was like, why isn't this working? Why isn't my body understanding? This is what it needs. And then this morning, or, and then last night, I had the dawning realization of, well, bitch, it's because you're demanding this high level of expectation. You're demanding this high level of execution from your body that's not used to this yet. You're expecting this to already be a habit when in reality, you're still restarting. And so I made a beautiful, <laughs> this is where my type A reel comes out. I made this beautiful spreadsheet of this running plan for the next few weeks where um, we're gonna try to run a 10K before we move across the country. If you guys didn't know that, I'm announcing it. Here we are, we're moving across the country to Colorado in a few months. And I want to, we wanna run a 10K before we, before we up and leave. So I made this big long plan, I chunked it down, I made it really, really specific. And then this morning we went out and did a run and it felt phenomenal because I expected myself to be at the starting point, not at the finishing point, at the starting level. So why am I telling you this? Like I said earlier, we are in a season where we are probably restarting a bunch of habits or we're restarting a bunch of um, maybe things that used to be pretty normal, pretty habitual. Not only are we in the spring, but the vaccine's starting to come out. Normalcy is on the horizon. And I put that in major air quotes because I don't really know if I believe what normal is anymore. And I don't really know if I like that binary. But, and I don't really know if I like that word for this, but for simplicity's sake, I'm just going to say normalcy is on the horizon. We're starting to think about these things that maybe once were so easy for us. Socializing 100% falls under this category. Socializing in a non-virtual setting used to be something that was second nature to me. I'm a major extrovert, whether I sometimes like it or not. I'm a major extrovert. And when I have those moments of having that like bond and that connection with other people, I feel so energized. And I have not been around a whole bunch of people, but I was around a few just a few weekends ago when I was in Colorado for my engagement. I was around my family who were all vaccinated and feel pretty damn good about it. Uh, and I was around my family and I was like, whoa, this is hard. <laughs> like, like, this is really hard. Like, what do I talk about? What is no, like, what is allowed anymore? And it was just because I was really out of practice. So as we start to look into this next phase of whatever life looks like for you, whether it's restarting a health habit, restarting eating healthier, um, waking up earlier, reading every single day, going on walks every single day, socializing, learning, whatever it can, it's so many different things here. Here's what I want you to keep in mind from the get-go. Number one, think about, or number one, forgive your freaking self. It is so easy to beat ourselves to a pulp for, quote, falling off the bandwagon. You are not someone who, for falling off the bandwagon. You 
like cannot live in the past i think there's a gorgeous quote that says the past does not equal the present unless you live there i think that's tony robbins who says that the past does not equal the present unless you live there so if you're beating yourself up for the shit you've done in the past or in the past few months in the past few weeks for falling off this habit you're not going to want to get back on the horse so instead of just like pushing it aside and getting on the horse and forgetting about what you've been doing forgive yourself pour love into yourself think about what you've learned from this experience you've learned something i guarantee you and then the second thing is really 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 focus on not thinking about where you were and expecting that right off the get-go but rather where you started way back when pour your energy into thinking about where you started and have those same intentions what worked back then what worked when you were starting was it having a concrete plan was it having accountability was it having a um, trainer or was it having a eating plan I don't know whatever that looks like for you but what worked back then and can you implement it now and what didn't work back then what did you hate from that experience what didn't make you feel excited and don't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole you don't have to it does not need to be a part of your daily life anymore and number three this one is for all the um external accountability humans is get some freaking accountability you are 90 five percent you heard me right 95 percent more likely to follow through something to the end if you have external accountability this does not have to mean paying someone a lot of people hear that and they're like well i can't afford someone right now how dare you think that i'm not going to be able to do it i'm going to show them and then you end up burning yourself out because you're pushing too hard please hear me on this overachievers perfectionists people pleasers whatever you call yourself or whatever you identify with please hear me on this accountability can look like many different forms it can look like a friend a partner a a a, a fucking app like I'm, i literally have one of my accountabilities for running as a, a a human that does not know i exist like he's just someone who coaches through an app and it's a free app by the way and it's great it works for me i also know some people need a little bit more high touch a little bit more one-on-one -on -one action if that's your case, get a coach, get a mentor. It is worth every fucking penny if you have someone who works with you and vibes with you and knows you. Not knows you personally, but can call you on your bullshit patterns. Honestly, one of my, one of my clients told me, she's like, I think you have a superpower in being able to read my mind. And it's like, maybe I do, but I'm able to notice patterns really easily because I've worked with perfectionists for so long. I've lived life as a perfectionist for so long. So I can call out those patterns really quickly and easily. And that's why my clients change so much in a small period of time. Just saying. Then start super small. Super duper bite-sized pieces small. Do not try to eat the entire elephant right off the bat. We'll use running for an, as an example real quick. If you try to suddenly jump straight into a, a like five mile run when you haven't run for several months, your legs are gonna hate you. <laughs> like you're gonna feel so horrible and your body is gonna need extra time to recover. Whereas if you start running two minutes on, two minutes walking. 
or if you go really, really slow and just run like a 13, 14 minute mile and you only do one or 20 minutes or whatever that looks like. But you get to decide what super small looks like for you, but I urge you to not use this with your ego. I urge you to use this with your heart and your knowing. I know that seems like a very strange distinction, but you know the difference. Ego is let me show how awesome I am and how much I can push myself. Smart, knowing intuition is a, this is what's healthy for me. This is what makes sense for me. This is what makes sense for my body where it's currently at, not where I'm demanding it to be. Just saying. And then last but not least, create a plan that you are really excited about. When we're restarting a new habit, we can get really in the monotonous of it and then it can feel dull and boring really easily. Create a plan that makes you excited. One of the high horses that I'm on right now is a question of how can I have fun today? How can I have fun with this experience? How can I enjoy? How can I love more? How can I feel more joy and fulfillment in this moment? And I urge you to take that with you. So that's what I have to say for you as to restarting and above all give yourself some fucking grace and a reality check stop demanding that high pressure perfection view of yourself and I know this is way easier said than done use the tactics I said in this episode in order to follow through on this but above all know that you are loved know that you got this seriously you've got this I don't say that lightly hear those words let them sink in you've got this And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. You've got this. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Share it on social media and tag me at Life Coach Baker. It helps so much getting the word out there to more people and have more people learn and experience the show. And then we're able to do it even more and on a higher level. And that really just means the freaking world to me. It's the least you can do for a free That just really means the world to me. Also, if you have not, please rate and review the podcast episode on, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. For those of you who don't know, it will help push it up the charts, which means more people will get in the know about the show. Plus, if you leave a little written word, I will read it out on a podcast coming soon. So you could have the chance to read, you could have the chance to get your So you could have the chance to get your review read on the podcast by yours truly. But above all, I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.